are listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, changing rock history one podcast at a time. Moms and girls, dads and boys, grandpas of all ages. Jesus. Welcome back. I was practicing that today. Yeah. I'm mixing that up a little bit. And how'd that I, go? Well, obviously I need more practice. Yeah, apparently. It That's sounded right. okay, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I'll try to throw you guys a little bit. Give That's little all right. Yeah, I got to okay. keep it inter- interesting and all that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of. Pittsburgh, Kevin. Yes, sir. Uh, this is the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. My name is Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini. Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. I'm still looking up there as if there's a camera. The yeah. Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.com is our website. All kind of cool things coming. So stay coming. tuned. But it's also a place to find like the archive of everything we've done, all the direct links to everything. The, you know, there's different podcast uh, players that you can download, you know, depending on what you like. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of cool stuff there. Our entire YouTube archive, all my old interviews, a lot of fun stuff like that. Check it out, LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. Uh, WolfsCustoms.online will hook you up with awesome, awesome custom artwork done on your musical instrument. We should ask Chris... If yes. we can send him our Epiphones and he can put Gibson on the hands. <laughs> wow. wow. I bet he could do it. He I'm sure he could. could. But it'd be like a hollow flash. It'd be like all kind of cool colors. That would be cool. And, yeah. That would be actually be cool. But anyways, but check him out. He's the Wolf Customs on online. Find him all over social media. Uh, Wolf, uh, Chris Thunderwolf Dots and great dude. Check him out. And RockRageRadio.com. Why? Because there is a free app there lily v6 from rock rage radio calls me on the phone and says ludini you keep forgetting to tell people that it's a free app yeah. so like i'm i'm tired of the phone calls so here's how <laughs> yeah, it's right. gonna go it is it's a free app at rockrageradio.com it's mu- great music programming 24 7 just like what you're hearing right now so download the app some of you listen to it on rock rage radio and are going like what, what are you talking about? Because I already have that. So stop <laughs> saying it. But there's a lot of folks that don't. So check it out. RockRageRadio.com. Download the free app. Uh, speaking of Lily V6, who I was talking about, she just mm-hmm. happens to be here nice. with us so today. Weird. So, so weird that I'm here. It's like so serendipitous. <laughs> to this. You're ridiculous. There's a lot of synchronicity. <laughs> oh, boy. Ooh. Wow, I like how you did that. Did you ever notice that like a lot <laughs> oh, of words that mean the same thing kind of sound the same? Like... Lycivious, uh-huh. licentious, yeah. lust. Ooh. All right, now you're just getting excited. You know, they all. I'm just getting Lily excited. <laughs> Those are words, you know. Anyway, so go ahead, uh, Lily. Lily V6 from Rock Rage Radio. I am here. My show is on Thursdays, Hot Licks with Lily Six, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Like Lou said, the free app, RockRageRadio.com. Noise. <clears throat> I just choked on my whiskey. That's a Hot. terrible thing. Oh. Amateur. And speaking of Pittsburgh, Kevin, Mr. Yeah. Pittsburgh himself, Mr. Pittsburgh, what is going on? I just want to let everybody know that tonight's broadcast is brought to you by caffeine. <laughs> yeah, me too. Caffeine. When you need it, caffeine, <laughs> it's there for you. Caffeine yeah. gets the lead out. It does. 
of it your does. ass. Hey, everybody. Never disappoints. Uh, so, <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, Lord. Hey, so we we did the um, Mount. What did we do? Mount, Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I was listening. This is you, this this will be my YouTube moment. My, uh, Michael Nolan has uh, some really good uh, has a really good program this week reviewing uh, 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 something we're going to be talking about here in a minute. But he also was mentioning the Mount Olympus of rock. Oh. Whoa! And so so like if you think about it, the three main gods. Mm-hmm. Are Zeus, who's like the god of like, like, the earth, yeah. the land, the and whole, all that. The big guy. The big guy. And then his brothers are Poseidon, who's the god uh-huh. of, the, of the wa- under the water, all over, right. you know, of the ocean, etc. And Hades, who's the god of the underworld. Yes. yes. Okay. So, who would be the Mount Olympus? Wow. And this was his picks, and I and I have a hard. I mean, you we could rotate these around, but his picks were the Beatles were Zeus. Okay. okay. Led Zeppelin is Poseidon. I like and it. And Pink Floyd is Hades. Well, you those are the what? big three. So I you know what I mean. I, so I like, like it. I actually so like, like it. So yeah. there's a you know I I I had a, I was like I was like there's got to be others and but I can't I can't you know those other ones could be like some of the other gods you could throw right. in you know right. this one's Apollo Black Sabbath is Apollo whatever but I just thought that was wow, uh, that's that fun I like that idea kind of, kind of a good. fun thing so um speaking of fun things we did all kind of fun stuff this week. Uh, Lily V6, uh, though, had an interesting... What, do you want to talk about the movie first, or do you want to talk about Slayer? Well, I can, the movie's really silly and cute, but I, I, the movie I saw this weekend was um, A Christmas Story Christmas. Oh, how, so it was okay. the new Christmas oh, Story. how was yeah. that? It was very good. It kicked me right in the feels at the end of the movie. Yeah, I heard. Um, mostly everybody from the original movie is in the movie as adults, and then their kids are... Um, there in the movie as well and it's all about Ralphie trying to make the perfect Christmas like his father would try to do Mm -hmm. so the bumpuses were there and the dogs and everything it was very there were scenes from the new movie that coincided with the old movie uh, I'll give you an example. Like, you know the drawer that the teacher has with all the joke stuff from yeah. the past? Yes, yes. There's a drawer that a guy has that Ralphie's talking to with, like, Christmas gifts in it. So it's like they open the drawer the same way and all the things are in it. It's really okay. cute. Is it what? Is it taking place in current times? It's It takes place in 1973. Okay. Right. So it's, like, 30 years after okay. the original. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Okay, because okay. I, was, I was concerned that it was going to be, like, with cell phones. No, and like, no, none yeah. of that. Okay. That, you know what I mean? Okay. And yeah. woke and, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. No, it's. Uh, I think you guys will love it. It's very cute. Oh, that's cool. It was done very well. Excellent. <laughs> okay, well, okay, we'll get to Slayer in a minute. Okay. <clears throat> but once we're talking about movies, I watched Troll. Oh. So. Not Nothing to do with the Jennifer Aniston movie from the 80s. Okay. <laughs> Is this the Scandinavian one? It's a, it, oh, yeah, it's Norway. Nor, 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 Norway's. They're, they're nor, Norwegian, Norwegian. Mac. It's Norwegian. It's Norwegian, <laughs> Mac. <laughs> Yeah, Doc, if these Swedes did... They're Norwegian, Mac. Um, So, so, uh, anyways, yes, it is Norwegian. Um, I was under the impression that when I first heard about this or saw... I didn't even watch a trailer. I just saw Mm -hmm. a little, whatever, gif. You're like, oh, let me check that out. Meme, whatever. Yes. And I thought that... Because I, I I thought that way we're creating an English language version of Troll Hunter that came out about 10 years ago mm-hmm. or so. Yeah, like- That's a found footage movie. I, I don't like a lot of found footage movies, but I, that one I think positively kicks ass. Mm-hmm. It's really good and clever and weird. And, this, and for an, it's an indie film and it has really good 
creatures. They did a really, it's okay. a very good movie. That's what I was thinking. It's really of. good. Yeah. Um, but Netflix has put out a movie called Troll. It okay. is Norwegian and is most, there's a little bit of it in English, but most of it's subtitled. Okay. okay. So that was surprising me. I was expecting like a Hollywood movie. It was it was made by like the Norwegian film whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's not anything to do with Hollywood or anything like that. It is nothing to do with Troll Hunter. It has not not okay. there's not any kind of like mention of it or or uh, it just would have been cool if they would have worked that in. But instead what they did was essentially I mean, there are scenes that are... You were talking about scenes in the Christmas story mm-hmm. things that were right... Okay. Essentially, in many ways, they remade Godzilla 1996. Oh, really? It's... It's it's a char... This is like a charming movie. The best thing about it is the troll. The troll is fucking badass. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> but there are scenes that are... They just... You know, in the, in the Skull Island with the helicopters, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. they literally do... That exact thing. Oh, okay. Then the tra- and the troll almost could pass for King Kong. He's, he's right. like he's like yeah. he stands oh. on both legs. You know what I mean? Oh. <clears throat> you know, but there are scenes that are almost right out of Godzilla '90s. If I'm watching this, I'm like, somebody like, really liked that movie, and they incorporated and, it. And everybody poops on that that movie. The only problem with that movie is they called it Godzilla. It's more like the dinosaur that ate New York. Right. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's not really li- actually Godzilla. But anyway, so Troll is, uh, the acting is, eh, it's okay. Yeah. There's nothing, there's no standout performances by any of the actors. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what you would expect. There's beats that they hit along the way right, right. that are, you know, in a, in a that type of movie, in a creature movie that you would have. <clears throat> But the troll, the troll's the best, the best part of it. It's check your brain at the door. If you mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm. like silly monster movies, then don't watch it. But okay. if you like that, if you're the, if you typically say, oh no, I did Godzilla and Kong and all that stuff. I have fun at those things. Well, then I think you'll have just have fun okay. with this. Just don't go in expecting some like, wow, Oscar worthy. You know? yeah, 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 Oscar worthy. It's not The Godfather <laughs> yeah. or Lawrence of Arabia. Oh boy. Right. Um, so that was it for that was the the movie thing and um, the other movie thing I got uh, my plans on sa- uh, Friday night got shit canned <laughs> and like um, St- Stu and I watched um, yes, excuse me yes oh um, I'm waiting with bated breath uh, St- <laughs> Stu and I watched <laughs> I was watching the Ten Commandments. Oh, okay. And I hadn't seen it. The last time I saw the Ten Commandments, I w- it was literally on network television. Yeah. And it was 17 it, hours long. It, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's almost four hours long, and it makes it even longer, right, with TV mm-hmm. and all the all the things. And I was a kid. Right. And I, oh, But I faithfully watched it. Anytime it was on, I would rearrange my schedule to watch mm-hmm. that movie. Nice. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, so to see it, it's been restored in high definition and oh. the whole thing. And it's like it's it. I mean, the freaking Charlton Heston. He yeah. if I if I die and I go to heaven, yeah. and I meet Moses and he's not Charlton Heston, I want my fucking money back. <laughs> like, oh wait. I mean, Charlton Heston is yeah. fucking Moses. It's right. the end, that's the fucking end of it. Wow. It's that's wow. just a, yes, it's the end of it. But that was. But anyway, so he was like, "Well, we watch some. You want to watch? I want to watch this thing about the doors." Oh boy. So we <laughs> watched. It's a. I don't think it was called classic albums, but it was about the album "L.A. Woman." Okay. Okay. And it was really cool. There's a lot of stuff I did not know, 
and it re so we ended up watching another Doors thing after that. We watched their storytellers. We had the different singers get up mm-hmm. and sing. Mm-hmm. But something I wanted to point out to you. I was today years old at that on that day. Yeah. When I learned that Mr. Mojo Rising. Please don't tell me you didn't know this. Is the, is an anagram for yes. Jim Morrison. Yes. I never knew that. Whoa. <laughs> first, well, that's fucking badass. Mr. Mojo Rising. That's fucking killer line. That's Whoa. a classic yes. line. And it happens to be his name. Yep. That wow. is just, I did not know that. Wow. And I was wow. like, fuck, that is fucking cool as fuck. <laughs> Whoa. The, uh, I, and then we watched the, the thing where they have the different singers. Um, the best singer. Pants, this guy floored me. Yeah. Is was tra- uh, tr- Travis Meeks. You know who he is? I don't know. He's that a name. singer from Days of the New. Okay. Okay. Man. okay. Yeah, right. yeah. He, I guess I never knew his name. I'm getting chills just thinking about it. Oof. He sang the end. Which is a oh, very no. oh, difficult yes, song to pull off. Yes. Like you almost have to be Jim Morrison to pull to that off. Yeah. It is exactly. so drenched in him. He destroyed it. He was wow. so I mean, it was jaw droppingly amazing. Wow. He made I was there was other singers I was going like, Oh, Pat Monahan, uh, you, you sound pretty good. And the dude from uh, Ian, what's his name? From uh uh the cult. Um I know Ian who Ashbury. It is, but I, yeah. Ian Ashbury, you know, he's all right. Scott, Scott Wyland, mm-hmm, he's not pretty mm-hmm. good, you know. Um, but Travis Meeks, mm. you don't have to watch the whole thing. You can pull it up on YouTube. Watch the Travis Meeks section with him singing the end. It is, wow. I, I mean, they sound, and you could tell that like the rest of them were really like Feeding on, off of it. like yeah. you know what I mean? Because it was so amazing. Cool. I, he walks up. He's really weird looking. He looks like, uh-huh. it's like he's just kind of like skinny little kid. He's real short. Well, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And I did not expect that type of performance. I was just gobsmacked. Cool. <laughs> that's such a good like word. You took a gob, you know, cheat. Yeah. And then what'd you do with it? with it? There you go. So that's right that's in the what, face. Right. Right. Interesting. Pow! Right in the kisser. <laughs> Exactly, Moses. So, um, we so we saw some cool stuff. Uh, well, well, but Lily, well, actually, well, oh, Mr. Pittsburgh. I, I was going to add to the movies. Mine is not as good as yours uh, or yours, Lily. Um, so I, I've <laughs> don't, had... don't second don't second guess yourself. Don't say that. Maybe it's better. We'll see. So it's not Benji, is it? All right, let's just move on. <laughs> no, no, no. So I have Beverly Hills Cop, and I like it. It's a fun movie, you know. Yeah. But I have not been able to find Beverly Hills Cop 2. It's one of those really hard ones to find. Right. But went out to uh, to a used DVD store and I found the trilogy, one, oh. two, and three. And I'm like, trilogy. you know what? I'm just going to get one again just so I can get just two and three. All. So I watched two. Two is okay, you know, because it got Brigitte Nielsen in it, you know. <laughs> Brigitte Nielsen. Okay. Oh, boy. But Beverly Hills Cop 3. Oh, my God. Horrible. <laughs> horrible. To good. the point where I started researching why it was so horrible as I'm watching it. And so uh there was a there was a conflict between Eddie Murphy and the director, which I forget who the director was. That's how much it meant to me. <laughs> where Eddie thought that Axel should have matured by the third movie, so he's not as funny or goofy. And That's it's just point, a, but they bring they bring back Serge. Remember Bronson Pinshaw? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he might as well have just repeated all the dialogue from the first movie. <laughs> no, 
I am serious. I'm like, oh my God, why? Oh boy. Why? So, so this is a don't see. Yeah, so my, my movie going experience was not as wonderful as yours. But you know, I hate when that happens. I hate it when it happens. Sometimes if a movie is really bad it can be fun to exactly. watch you know yes. you have to know that going in mm-hmm. um there's a youtube channel i will put a link to it what i want to recommend is fanboy flicks mm-hmm. uh weird movies with mark he does the <laughs> he's this guy should be a he should be like writing for like television shows his these guys <laughs> so funny he's a really yeah. good yeah. his scripts are fucking hilarious but he he goes through these movies and like the shit he points out though his delivery is so funny but you should check it out and it's if you like bad stuff so but Lily did not spend all the week indoors nope. I did not and you did go see a show I did go see a show what yeah, did you last see? night I saw Slayer which is it's called Slayer Krampus Band um, they played on Krampus Knocked over at the Hard Rock Cafe in Pittsburgh okay, okay. <laughs> so what Maybe, they are hold, 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 hold. Why don't you tell people Tell them what Krampus is I just happen to have notes on that (laughs) Yeah Krampus knocked So the Feast of St. Nicholas is celebrated um, In parts of Europe on December 6th Mm. On the preceding evening of the 5th Krampus night or Krampus knocked The wicked hairy devil appears on Mm. the streets Sometimes accompanying St. Nicholas And sometimes on his own Krampus visits homes and businesses The saint usually appears in the eastern rite vestments of a bishop and carries a golden ceremonial staff. Um, unlike North American versions of Santa Claus, in these celebrations, St. Nicholas concerns himself only with the good children, while yeah. Krampus is responsible for the bad. Mm-hmm. Nicholas dispenses gifts, while Krampus supplies coal and the root and beats kids with uh, birch sticks. Yeah. It's they so much it. fun. Yes. That's so much fun. To <laughs> um, unfortunately, um, us American pop culture people have uh, put him in movies, TV, and video games, so now... The legend is becoming less scary and more fun and commercialized, and everybody pronounces it Krampus, which really annoys me when they say that. Krampus. But anyway, the um, Slayer Krampus band. Right? I got to get a sample of that. Oh, boy. Yes, that's right. Um, Slayer, S-L-E-I-G-H-E-R, not Slayer. Oh, I get it. (laughs) It's a live metal Christmas carol mashup band bringing rock and roll holiday revelry to naughty girls and boys. So Nice. The Gosh. celebrate they dress all up in Krampus gear. They're all the demon. It's super fun. Um, every member of the band. Um, they so they my favorite songs for last night were Motorhead's Ace of Spades mashed with Jingle Bells, <laughs> called Ace of Bells. Nice. Uh, Black Sabbath's War Pigs mashed up with Deck the Halls, Deck the, the Pigs. Th- uh, this is I wish I'd have gone to this. It sounds like fun. It's fun. <laughs> um, Radiohead's Creep mashed with Silent Night, Silent Creep. Mm-hmm. And this is my favorite one: Van Halen's Panama mashed with Santa Claus is Coming to Town, oh, wow. Santa Ma. Santa <laughs> Once Beautiful. the crowd figured out the lyrics, to everything we were all singing it and dancing yep. and like brilliant. cheering that and is. like it's brilliant. it was it's just brilliant. wonderful. That's the most brilliant thing I've heard since the Trans Siberian Orchestra. <laughs> you can yeah. look at; they do not sell their CDs. They only sell T-shirts, but you can look up their stuff on YouTube, and it's very entertaining. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I bet they. I bet they clean up this time. Was the show packed? Oh yeah, couldn't even walk yeah, through the place. I <laughs> couldn't yeah. even walk through. I, the place. I, fig- I figured that had that's that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. They it's usually play brilliant. at Market Square, but they did the Hard Rock this year because you know cold. People oh, yeah. are like, yeah, the hard cock. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but they do so many different songs. They were mashups with Nirvana, and gosh, I can't even name any more right now because there were just so many. But it was just so much fun. It That's was like holiday metal. <laughs> nice. I like that. Nothing better yeah. than that. That makes me feel good in a special way. <laughs> oh, tingly. Ooh. 
<laughs> I haven't felt this good since <laughs> yeah. I was a Cub Scout. Whoa, okay, boy. now in, we're getting in, into in Mr. Things. Lloyd's. Oh, wow. <laughs> Cub stick out room. They yeah. will be at uh, Jurgles on the 21st if you guys still want to see them. Okay. <laughs> they only do a couple of shows uh, during the Halloween hol- oh, holiday oh, season. Oh, jur- not Jurgles. Not Jurgles. Jurgles. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> wow. And they are from Pittsburgh. Oh, that's cool. That's crazy. I know. It that's crazy. weird. Pittsburghers. <laughs> Crazy Pittsburghers. Okay, so that's cool. Very cool. Very Yikes. cool. So let's start talking about um, some of these topics. You know, uh, first of all, we uh, we do uh, rest in peace to uh, Christine. I have a Christie, Christine McVie. <clears throat> I mean, and her friends call her Christie. So uh, you know, I, oh, is that I why? Say, yeah, it's why. So you're one of her friends. <laughs> yeah, apparently, so Chris, uh, Christine McVie. Uh, Fleetwood Mac passed away at the age of 79. I heard Justin Hawkins wow. say, oh, that's so young. And, yeah, um, like, dude. And I'm like, and, you know, I don't know. Maybe at some point that's not going to be as old as we think. I mean, a lot of ages aren't now as old. People are doing right, stuff right. well into there. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, Harrison Ford's playing Indiana Jones. I, I know. Saw the trailer. June. Yeah. It comes out in June. Wow. <laughs> um, I thought it was out already. I was so, excited. <laughs> from what I understand, there's a lot of de-aging and stuff going sure. on. I'm sure. But anyways, uh, so uh, Christine McVie, the, um, pi- she played the Piani, the other female vocalist yes. in Fleetwood Mac. Lily has some information that she would like to share with us. On uh, Christine or Fleetwood? On, on Christine. Well, do you want to give, well, let's let's give a sort of overview of Fleetwood okay. Mac so people know. I mean, everybody has what Fleetwood Mac is, but it's a cool band and we're going to talk about them, so just mm-hmm. just relax. You're going to be, you're, you're, it's going to be okay. Everybody breathe. <laughs> uh, when they first started out, primarily a British blues band, um, but they are a British ro- American rock band formed in London in 1967, founded by guitarist Peter Green, drummer Mick Fleetwood, Mick Fleetwood, I knew I was going to screw that up, and guitarist Jimmy Spencer. Okay, real quick, let <clears throat> me let me interject yes. something real quick. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the John May Hall's Blues Breakers yes. sp- has spawned some other musicians that went on to be, you know, uh, rock icons. One of them was Eric Clapton. Mm-hmm. Eric Clapton played with John May Hall, then he graduated right. from there. The other one was Peter Green. Yes. Mm-hmm. And... John McVie. Oh, John I McVie was a bass player. Know that. I didn't right. know that. Right, and and I huh. and I and I believe if I if I, my memory is correct that Fleetwood that Mick Fleetwood did do like some fill in drumming with the blues. These guys all knew each other. Yeah. They were all London musicians. Yeah, they were all in the scene. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They were all in the scene. So yeah. it's really interesting how these musicians. I never knew how Peter Green and Mick Fleetwood and John McVie like how they got together until I learned about um, the John Mayhall's Blues Breakers. Interesting right. stuff. So go ahead. Oh, cool. Um, Danny Kerwin joined as a third guitarist in 1968. Keyboardist and vocalist Christine Perfect, a.k.a. McVie, uh, contributed as a session musician from the second album, Married McVie, and joined in 1970. That is what I have so for... She, so Christine married John. Yes. Yep. So she was all she was throwing in some... kind of like doing some session work with yes. him. Yes. Acting mm. as a kind of like side musician. Mm-hmm. Okay. Until they just absolutely fell in love with her, basically, oh from what God. I was reading. Yeah. And they're like, why don't you just join the band? Um... I don't want to read the whole history of Fleetwood Mac because yeah, people know who they are, but Rumors, of course, was one of their best-selling albums. 
And but they, but there were different incar. Can, can you touch oh. on the different incarnations? Mm-hmm. There's the um, there is the Peter Green incarnation. And Peter, yeah. mm-hmm. unfortunately, like Sid Barrett, had some mental things going on and then somebody thought it'd be a good idea to give him like some super yeah. hardcore hallucinogenic nice uh yeah. acid <clears throat> and it, it like he literally blew his own mind <laughs> um and ended up you know like kind of a recluse kind of homeless wandering mm-hmm. around yeah. Eventually, eventually, his family got you know found him, and he got nursed back to health. And he ended up uh, towards the end of his life getting back into the scene. He put out blues albums, and he, he yeah. actually won a Grammy. Yeah, um, oh, I didn't know that. So, um, so, so, but that was the first incarnation of Fleetwood Mac. So, there's more incarnate. Can you kind of? Make they were uh, so 1970. The three guitarists left in succession, replaced by guitarist Bob Welch, Bob Weston, and vocalist Dave Walker. By 74, Welch and Weston and Walker all had either departed or been dismissed, um, leaving the band without a male vocalist or guitarist. In 74, when uh, Fleetwood was scouting studios in L.A., he heard the American folk rock duo Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks. Um, He asked Buckingham to be their new lead guitarist, and Buckingham agreed on the condition that Nicks could also join the band. Right. Girlfriends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ridiculous. <laughs> um, that gave the uh, band a more pop rock sound after their '75 album Fleetwood Mac reached number one in the United States. Um, I think that that's um, a beautiful thing. Do you think it? Is? Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, my music is <laughs> what the has, has what that he brought a, Lindsay it pooped. that Lindsay brought Stevie <clears throat> with um, him. Bob Welch famously. <laughs> Like joined a cult or something like mid tour. Yeah. He's only on like one or two records, right? Yeah, and he just like dropped. They were like in Los Angeles, and he was like, "Oh, by the way, I'm sorry, I'm never coming back. I'm oh. I'm in I'm in this like I'm a I'm a member of the Church of blah 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 blah." Yeah, <laughs> lovely. Yeah, that lovely. was. Uh, Rumors ended up selling more than forty million copies worldwide. Forty million. <laughs> Making it one of the best-selling albums in history. Um, during this time, though, the band was where they were all going through breakups. Uh, John and Christine, Buckingham and Nick's Fleetwood mm-hmm. and his wife Jenny. While recording the album, they continued to write. And record Jenny, together. Oh, God, no, I knew you were no. going to do that. Jenny. No, no. <laughs> this lineup remained stable for three more studio albums, but the late 1980s began to they began to disintegrate. Uh, Buckingham and Nick's left, replaced by a number of other guitarists and vocalists. A 1993 one-off performance for the uh, first inauguration of President Bill Clinton oh, reunited right. Fleet, uh, Fleetwood because that. Bill Clinton loves I'll Fleetwood Mac. Tomorrow, <laughs> I did not have sex with that woman. And Nick's Buckingham, John, and Christine McVie for the first time in six years were together. And then they had that full reunion again mm-hmm. four years later. And then they re- released another album, The Dance. And then I'm not reading any more of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then then it all fell apart. Again. Yeah. There's, much. you know, so much. It, this band, I mean, they are probably the most dramatic band. Right. But it worked. The most drama <laughs> yeah. of any band in the history of bands. I really don't think there is any other band no, that, has, that, this that has that much. I mean, like on. famous bands that you would know about. Right. right. Not like, you know, Joe Schmo in his Kokomo Toes. Kokomo in, Toes. In any case, they have 17 studio albums. Yeah. That's not bad. No. Regardless if it's all the same band or okay, not. Okay, so I want to bring up something to y'all, all y'all, all, all y'all. y'all. In my doing my research for mm-hmm. this podcast, okay. I discovered something fucking fascinating. Which is what? <clears throat> In 2017, 
Yes. Well, you know, there was Buckingham Knicks, right? Yes. Correct. In 2017, there was Buckingham McVie. Exactly. Yes. It's a, and this album is a Fleetwood Mac album without Stevie Nicks. John McVie and, and Mick Fleetwood are the rhythm section. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. So it's a Fleetwood Mac album with no okay. Stevie Nicks. I listened to it. It's an amazing album just released at the wrong time in history. Yeah. If they would have made this album in 1979 or 1981 or two or something like that, this would have been on the list of like one of their great albums. Mm-hmm. There's there's at least three songs that you would go like, this would have eaten yeah. up the radio during that era. Nice. It would have, you know, would have just been um, the shit. The shit. I was going to play like some snippets, but <laughs> where's your internet? I have no internet. Where's but your internet? YouTube go? is pooping the bed. No internet, so I can't. So if I have to look something up, I'm gonna have to use your phone. We're just, just gonna phone. make something up. <laughs> we'll just we'll just make it up. Kind of like what we normally do. <laughs> what the hell? Um, it's uh, a, it's very cool. If you like, if you're a fan of Fleetwood Mac, you will really like it. Um, but it's just like. When you listen to it, it just it sort of takes you back in time. Yeah, it has but, that. I listened to oh, it. Oh, did you listen to yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It, it really it takes you back in feel. time. But it's just like it's just unfortunate that it's not wasn't going to be ever be a record that like was going to be like a big right have big hits that yep. you know we were mm-hmm. all going to you know know and love. It just it just didn't happen. It just it, that wasn't just not going to happen. <clears throat> it's a but it is really good. Um, interestingly enough, and you know, what did you think about this, Mister Pittsburgh? Yes. Did you think you heard Stevie Nicks a few times singing backgrounds? Yeah. yeah. She's not on it, but there's but something about Lin, it. while Lindsay <laughs> and 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 Christine sing in such a way on this record. They're, some of their 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 sound. Both of them sing a little right. breathier, a little raspier than they uh-huh. normally do. Uh-huh. And I think they brought. I think that like. They found a way to go like fuck you, Stevie. To get that, to get <laughs> like, that texture, the you know, we can it sound just there, yeah. as good without uh-huh, you. Uh-huh. Um, you know, interesting enough. Like anytime they've ever tried to replace Lindsey Buckingham, they always had to have two guys. Two, yeah, two guys. Yeah. I mean, even Mike Campbell from Heartbreakers is the latest guitar player yeah. in that band. Mm-hmm. And no, they have another guitar they player. Have, yeah. I mean, I didn't know how, like, quite frankly, um, like Mike is a, Mike is a great musician, but mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't know if he could cover some of like the finger picking and stuff right. that, that uh, Lindsay did. <clears throat> so he, obviously there's another guy there to kind of right. like, to help, help him out <laughs> with that, with that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. I am. Um... I forget what year it was, but I got to see the last tour with the entire original, like, 76 lineup. Nice. Um, yeah, a friend of like mine. Like the reunion tour? I, it was a reunion okay. tour, but they were all there. Uh, Christine That's and awesome. Lindsay and Stevie and Mick. And, so you got and the John. whole experience. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I remember, because this is when ticket prices first really started going up, and a friend and I well, were Well, can gonna... I ask you a real quick question? Yeah. Yeah. Was it in this century or the previous century i'm not trying to be smart as i'm just uh it it would have been in the 2000s okay so it would have been in this century. yeah it okay. would have been in the century if you want to put it that way yes um but yeah i remember a friend and i were <laughs> going to go and she's you know i was kind of dragging my feet getting the tickets and then she called me because i got the tickets i'm like oh good she goes yeah they're 125 dollars a piece Oof. I'm like, 
blah, blah, blah. But now, looking back, I'm so glad that we Now they're went. $1,500 a piece. Yeah, yeah exactly, that's, right? Yeah, that would have been a bargain. <laughs> but uh, it was a great show. Great show. So I'm so glad I got this. Let show. me ask you a question. Yes. Uh, one nerd out for a second. Okay. Um, that guitar that Lindsay plays, right? The Turner. The yes. Turner. Did he? Does he ever play the Les Paul live? I I actually saw him solo, um, maybe a couple of years after Fleetwood Mac, and it was all Turner. It was all it was different Turners. It wasn't. He just does one. have more than one. Yeah, he does yeah. have more than he one. Had I like saw an his acoustic um, one. He had the solid body one. I, but, I saw a, uh, a, yeah, a premier guitar thing on like you know his the like, rig mm-hmm. rundown. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, so Christine, what are, what was, what are her major contributions to Fleetwood Mac? Um, she has written eight songs, um, for the band, but the ones that I have down here are everywhere. Don't stop Mm -hmm. and little lies and little lies happens to be my favorite Christine McVie song. Oh, she wrote don't stop. Yep. She sure did. Interesting. That's a a massive hit. Yeah. And so are little, little lies and and everywhere. 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 Yeah. The. Yeah, I want to be with you every. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those were big radio, like ear, earworm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Songs. Yeah, yeah Don't Stop is one of my favorites. Just too. get stuck in your head. She did Songbird. She wrote Songbird? Uh, I'd have to check on the other uh, one. She wrote yeah, Schlongberg. I, mean, I know, basically, it was just her. I remember watching a documentary. It was just her and a piano in like a oh. concert hall. And uh, as they started recording it, they said to Lindsay, wouldn't it be nice to have like a little acoustic guitar behind her? I feel so like he, you've told me this story before. Yeah. And so that's <laughs> why hey, if you listen. Well, that, that's exactly what it is. Like they, they, she played the song and they're like, it's it's, fan, it's phenomenal. It's just missing something. So they just had Lindsay in the background just playing accompanying chords and it really rounded out the song. But uh, yeah, it's a great song. I love I love the Fleetwood Mac like when they were out. Rumors, of course, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first exposure to them was on the Blue Jean Network. There was it was a, this was a concert series. They think there was like literally five episodes. I think it was <laughs> I it was Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Chicago was another yeah. episode. Oh, nice. April Wine yes, was an episode, and, and there might have been there might have been another one. In any case, I saw the Fleetwood Mac. It was about 1978, something like that. And I was gobsmacked. I again. Like, again. That's the word. <laughs> the word for is. the day is Hooray! gobsmack. <clears throat> oh, come on, I need a more a momentous yeah, more sound effect. Do it. There we there go. go. Okay. Yeah, that's momentous, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the momentous boing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm going to use that phrase. For something else, this boy. <laughs> I was a kid. You know, I was a kid. I was a kid, and I had been had no. I was very naive about music. I had very little exposure uh-huh. to anything, and I was uh, vacationing in Arizona, and it was absolutely nothing to do, and so I raided my uncle's uh, tapes. Nice. Okay. And he had some cool tapes. He had some that I was. He had Spyrogyro, which I was not. Okay. Like ready for? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was yeah. too. It was jazz. That was I jazz yeah. But yeah. he had Fog Hat Full for the City and some nice. some okay, records then. like that. So sure. good stuff. Sure. Yeah. So he had some things, and my sister and I found the Blue Jean Network on the cable television that they had out there. And all of me, it's called Blue Jean Network, but all it was was like three concerts, and they called it the Blue Jean Network. Mm-hmm. But it was like it never became like a. A big, big thing. It wasn't like the Midnight Special, right, right. Or Don Kirshner's Rock Concert, yep. <clears throat> or anything like that. 
And, you know, it was during there, so it was like 78, 79. So that was right then, like when, mm-hmm. you know, rumors. It, Tusk, I think Tusk, they had just released Tusk. Okay. I think it was on the Tusk tour. Oh. One of the most expensive albums ever yeah. ever produced. We talked about yes, that. Yes, we talked time. about that, yeah. And, uh, you know, full, just that was that great, um, amazing lineup. And they didn't need, they only needed one guitar player. Uh, uh-huh. That's one of the things that really impressed me was yeah. what an amazing mm-hmm. musician <clears throat> uh, Lindsey Buckingham was. So, uh, Christine McVie, this is just a kind of quickie jump in. She she passed away at the age of 79. God bless her. I hope that she's making yeah. music with the rest of them up there. Um, you know, I have a theory that none of them actually have died, like Prince and David Bowie and something. <laughs> they just, like, looked at what was coming and went, no, yeah, we're, we're, the, we're, we're leaving this planet. Yeah. So, they're, they're yeah. like, someplace else rocking out. <clears throat> they're probably in a beautiful island somewhere mm-hmm. drinking yummy so. cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So let's uh, hit on a couple other quick things here. And I want to ask you guys this. Okay. Okay. The Rock Hall, which, you know, we're big fans of. We are. Should Dolly Parton be in the Rock Hall? Ooh. My honest opinion on it is no. Yeah, same here. (laughs) Same same here. I think this is something that, like, we all went, when Dolly Parton was in, like, oh, yay. Yeah. But really, we were all like, you don't really? really. You're so good. We love you, Dolly. But mm-hmm. you just don't belong. No, you don't I'm belong in there. Hank Williams doesn't belong in there. Willie Nelson doesn't belong in there. No, Waylon Jennings does not belong in there. Johnny Cash, his last three albums were rock albums. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, you could make an, you argument, make an argument. But I'm still yeah. would be on the yeah. n- no. no side. Nah. No. <laughs> That's why there's the Country Music Hall of Fame. Right. Exactly, right? Yes. sir. And Eminem, absolutely not. But uh, I understand. <laughs> And I understand Word. the desire to have those type of singer-songwriter kind of people in there because mm-hmm. uh, they do have an influence on it. But I think that we have to say this. I think the, the right way to look at it is like, did they have, were they on rock radio? That's a good. No. That's were a good, they on no. rock ra- on rock radio? Right. Dolly Parton was all over the radio. She was not on rock right. radio. Right. Right. She was on, okay. So she did Islands in the Stream with um, Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. She yeah. did Nine to Five. You know, those were yes, pop songs, pop. but they weren't really on the rock charts or on the right. on the rock radio. So I think if if it's rock radio, I think that you can you can I think it, and it's not like rock is trying to be so like prejudicial or something. It's rock is a pretty wide yeah mm-hmm. genre. Sure. You know, you got rock includes Metallica and Bruce Springsteen. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. So it's like, you know, it's a pretty diverse um, uh, thing there. So I don't think that we need to be dipping uh, our toes Elsewhere. into country music <laughs> or hip hop or whatever. So R&B, that, all of yeah. that. Yeah. But I did want to specifically ask you guys about Dolly Parton because yeah. it's like, I think it's a kind of like, she's, you know, she's so nice. Yeah. Right. As much we as all, I love her. Everybody yeah, we loves love her. her but but the not, the, not the Rock Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Sorry, girl. Okay. <laughs> I'll so, have a drink with you, though. So the other thing yeah. <clears throat> that, that I came across this, this and this has been bothering me for a long time. Yes. Um, musicians. Uh-huh. Especially guitar players. Okay. We have this thing about gear. I, I don't know. I, I think that possibly producers have the same thing with studio gear and plug-ins sure. and things like that. Um Maybe drummers have the same thing with drums. I don't know. But for guitar players, there's this thing called gas. <laughs> uh, gear acquisition syndrome. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it was bad. <laughs> but since YouTube, oh. it's it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. 
because if you are if you have any kind of like issues like with like dopamine mm-hmm. like yeah you can get you can just get sucked into YouTube for hours watching yeah. these musicians you know these YouTube channels do these reviews of gear mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah now I understand like you got to look at you got to look at musicians like um, Chris Buck um Pete Thorne mm-hmm. um RJ Ronquillo these guys like like this is an outlet for them to play they get to like perform weekly or a couple times a week on their channel demonstrating this equipment so they need you know I I, I get where it's coming because it's like the music business is so screwy you know these guys <laughs> right. are like these are all guys that like 30 years ago or so would have been in touring acts or big bands um, or they would have been like well-paid session uh-huh. users. They would have been like at the upper echelon mm, and that right. type of stuff. <clears throat> and um, so they're schlepping it out on YouTube trying to, you know, trying to make some money. So I, can't, I, I have a hard time really blaming them per se. But like, for instance, there's this pedal that came out. I'm not going to get into what it is, but literally... Five guitar channels at least released <laughs> videos on it today. Uh-huh. Oh boy! Really? Yeah, on the wow. same pedal. <clears throat> and I mean, and these are all the big channels, like the big yeah. ones. The 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 Pete Thorn, uh, you know, people like Pete Thorne and R.J. Ronquillo. Um, you know, people like these are really the the big channels. <clears throat> um, Sean Tubbs is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean has had some success, success as a Nashville session guy, and he was in Carrie Underwood's band uh, for a long time. And uh, but it's I I think I think guitar players. This is one of the reasons why rock is having trouble. Guitar players are fucking distracted with this bullshit. <laughs> you know, it's bullshit. I, the, the, I I I would encourage you guys to look more at the educational channels. Find the guys that are teaching you how to improve as a songwriter, as a musician, and start. You know, you're kind of watching the wrong channels. There's a guy like his name's Ben Eller. He's a <clears throat> We'll talk about gear here and there, but mostly it's guitar lessons. And his he has a tagline: less clicking, more picking. Okay. You know? So sure. I, 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 but I think the temptation is because it is this like dopamine thing. Yeah. So kind of just rush. lost in gear, and then you think you need this thing, <laughs> and you know, and before you know, yeah. your, your mind is all jacked up. You probably have, unless you're like have nothing. Most of y'all, all y'all out there, all y'all, all y'all have whatever you need to like write, start writing songs, and produce. I'm like looking at myself. Like I keep buying shit. I'm like, how much <laughs> music have I produced in the last five years? Virtually fucking nothing. <laughs> but boy, when you're ready, you yeah, got some I mean, yeah, equipment. Exactly, exactly, exactly. It's fucking stupid. Exactly. You know, so I'm like kind of yelling at myself over this. But I, I, I I'm just um, something that I think that it's like poisoning our minds as guitar players to like be so sucked into these things i mean how many overdrive pedals <laughs> do we you know what i mean like seven. you know and i, I need seven and, Thank and, you. and listen and, 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 and the other kick in the pants this is kind of an aside is like <laughs> some of these guys they're awesome like yeah sean tubbs and the uh, uh what's his what's his name um robert baker like these guys are really good but no matter what they play through Mm-hmm. They pretty much sound the same. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, boy. And that, I think, goes to show that, like, music is about the musician, not so much the gear. The so gear, there's a kind yeah. of subliminal message in there that, like, 
do you really need this whoozy what's it this pedal this amp this whatever because look here i am and i pretty much sound the same right. on everything i right. play exactly <clears throat> so, I, but yeah but it's just it, it, it's just sort of go ahead lily you're just saying you don't need to buy all the things we don't need to buy don't we don't need, need to buy all the things but no. there's a sort of like thing this like weird corporate thing that is kind of seeping itself into this like you know with Gibson and these high profile brands you know really trying to shove it down your throat and I think that um, we need to become a, be aware of what's of what's sort of being done that we're right. really being marketed to yeah you know what I mean I, I get Pete Thorne like it's an opportunity for him like he writes a song for every one of these videos He's fucking sick. He's amazing. You know what I mean? And, and what I find myself doing is I just watch him play his song uh-huh. and then I turn it you off. Turn it I, off. I watch yeah. something else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I don't need to hear, you know, you know, it's it's either, you know, you know what you like, you know. Yeah. And we all don't we all got to stop sounding this like the same. That's that's a, that, that's another yes. thing that's wrong with music. Like um we're going to talk about new and notable next. Okay. But I, I want to I want to ask you guys I want you guys to be honest. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> These artists that we're picking, I mean, they're all new or their record is new. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. But are they really notable? Like, uh, listen to me. Listen, oh. hear me. Hear. Least, oh. See if you can pick up what I'm putting down. Okay. Do you remember way back in ancient history, yes. like in the 80s and 90s, when you listen to the radio? I've had enough of that. But go on. When the song. <laughs> Or eighties, eighties too. Same <laughs> thing. Uh-huh. When the song would start, you could pretty much in a few seconds knew. pretty much knew what band it yeah. was. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, Lily? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like of course. you could tell Guns N' Roses. I could tell Motley Crue from like three guitar picks. Sure. So. Right, right. Sure. You can tell like like Van Halen didn't sound like Ozzy. Right. Ozzy didn't sound like yeah. Motley Crue. Motley Crue didn't sound like Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, even in that big guitar rock sound, like and you know, and all these vocalists had very distinctive voices, etc. Um, but the, the, a lot of these bands that were playing sound very derivative. Like I'm not hearing, I'm not hearing the Ronnie, the next Ronnie James Dio. Right. Okay. I'm not hearing. I'm not even. I'm not hearing the next Rob Halford. Mm-hmm. I'm not hearing the next Ozzy. I feel like you're like, asking an awful lot. I know. I'm not. <laughs> like I, it's more than just having like amazing chops. You know, if it was just that, then the fastest guitar player would be the fam- most famous. Right. You know what I mean? It's right. not about that. It's You have to kind of create something. Um, something. And it has to be a little different. It can't sound like the past 20 things. This is one of the reasons, like, I turned off Octane. Because so many of the bands really were so fucking similar and i didn't listen for a week and make that determination i was listening to octane for months Mm -hmm. months and Mm -hmm. and i became and i even presented bands on here that i thought were cool and songs and they were good songs etc but at the end of the day i was like man there's so much of it that is so like homogenized Mm -hmm. right um what do you guys think about that no you're absolutely right and and i feel bad because a lot of the new and notable notables i brought they're more new than notable and if you sit well if you sit down like if i were to sit down and watch the videos of all the bands i've picked they're all very similar and if you would be like who is this i'd be like oh i'd have trouble picking which one is which so there you go lily i think has a different opinion well maybe for some of mine but not all of mine i think i have pretty unique ones every week 
Yeah, you okay. do. Um, uh, like okay. the Midnight Devils, and then Disturbed, and then I had the Progressive, which you know is not my thing. The Progressive band that one week. <laughs> so yeah. I, I agree. I agree. And there are some bands that do stand out, like Coheed and Cambria. Well, that yeah, band they're is fantastic. Really distinctive. Yeah. Like, yes. I mean, like, I, we need more like that. Yep. And I don't mean. I'm not telling you guys like we should copy them. I'm saying we no, should right. only copy the fact that it's different. Yeah, but yet good. Exactly. It, you know, it's yes. like oh, I posted a video in the um, in the group this week. Um, I tagged you guys in about outside. I think it's what's called outsider music. Yes, outsider yeah. music, and it's artists like um, like Tiny Tim and some of these weirdos, uh-huh. uh, and how <laughs> that like and how uh, we really are being conditioned to like. I mean, Spotify just will play you they'll a niche, and you mm-hmm. will not hear anything Thing outside else. of yes, that niche. Yes. And in a one in one way, I love it because I'm you know. But on the other hand, but the other yeah. way, the radio played me way more of a variety within mm-hmm. what I like. So I discovered we talked about this before, like Van Halen, and then I would hear Bob Seger. Mm-hmm. And right. then I would hear Ario Speedwagon. Right. And then I'd hear Judas Priest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then I'd hear, you know, I mean, like, it was like, and those bands all very different sounding, mm-hmm. but all killer and all rock. Right. Um. So there's like, I mean, I think that, you know, I don't know. I think the radio is part of the issue, but a lot of these newer bands, like I've been um, front, the uh, Frontiers Music, um, Nuclear Blast. Oh, I love um, Nuclear Blast. I think it's, what is it? 24? First century media or something like there's like three or four that I subscribe mm-hmm. to and I will click and I will listen and, and a lot of them like there's a lot of bands I'm going like that sound like the last band I did exactly mm-hmm. yeah but in any case so it's just it's just something I noticed let's go ahead and go through our new notables Lily what do you got I'm gonna say something before that though like I'm laughing because my show people have called bipolar because I will go from like death metal to like there will be an acoustic song. So I think that's that, why like, I laugh. That is fantastic. Yeah. I, I know. I, I think that's that's fucking great, and um, people need that. Well, I like it to be. Now I'm not going to try to advertise for another radio show, but Bob FM. That's what I, Bob plays everything. So does Bob, Lily. I think that, like I, essentially like the Bob FM of rock. Yeah, like, that's kind of what DVE, the big rock station here in Pittsburgh, was in the in the heyday. Yeah, when they were playing right. newer. They were playing current artists and classic artists, yep. and it was this great mix of like really diverse things go ahead what do you got today uh, so disturbed has a new album that came out november 18th called divisive um on reprise records it was produced by drew falk i don't like it all right Whoa. well you can bite me it's, that's how divisive it is oh I don't like my it. god oh, it's I the eighth studio album by disturbed it's the band's first wow. studio album in four years so we were about due i guess for them um it includes uh the title track divisive which is probably my favorite one but they also have um unstoppable um, which is described as a bombastic beat and really a battle song. And there was something interesting about this, and I can't remember now. Oh, it's uh, it's similar to the band's earlier albums, such as The Sickness and The Ten Thousand Fists. Mm. Anne Wilson of Heart appears on the album. No way. On the what? song title, Don't Get Tell Me. Get out of town! She wanted to work with the band members after hearing the band's famous cover of The Sound of Silence. The song was inspired by okay. guitarist Don, Dan Donegan's divorce from his wife of 18 years. Hmm. Ten tricks. Uh, ten tricks. Ten tracks. Uh, ten mo- tricks? Yes. Mostly hits. A cu- couple misses, but mostly hits. Okay. All right. This is a little bit of divisive. So yeah, definitely. 
Okay. Very disturbed. Cool. All right. There very you cool. Go. Very disturbed. Very <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I, I see what you I did see. there. Very divisive. I get it. Oh boy. Very divisive. Oh my, so, um, sir. Awesome. And uh, we put a link to the single, uh, which is the title track, in the show notes. Yay. Mr. Pittsburgh. Hi, everybody. Yes. It's Mr. Pittsburgh. Mr. Pittsburgh. Oh, boy. <laughs> I am working on both you guys' theme, theme music. So oh, it scares Jesus. me. <laughs> Lord Jesus, someone help us. All right, so my pick uh, this week is Royal and the Serpent. Let's now, give a quick sec, real quick. Yeah. I've got no regrets Yesterday I slept till sunset Woke up on a hardwood floor again I can't even count on half the people that I call my friends Rolling through a night Okay, so maybe go a little fa- further Further into here, like, yeah. let's kick in There it is I get the I get the so hook. kind of, kind of kicks on. in there and has a little has a little bit of fun. Right? So so go ahead and talk about it. So uh, Royal and the Serpent now Ryan Santiago, uh-huh. not Santiago. not PFC Santiago from Windwood Company. Not that guy. <laughs> not that guy. Not PF um, Chang. No. Oh, now I want that for dinner. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> anyway. I'm hungry now. So Ryan Santiago uh, was born uh, May 25th, 1994. She's known professionally as Royal in the Serpent. She's an American singer and songwriter. Um, She's a New Jersey native. Uh, Let's see. uh, She has... uh, What do I go? One, two, three, four. Ah, ah, ah. She has four (laughs) tits. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. That'd be so bizarre. But uh, no, she's got four albums out there, uh, all released recently, like uh, 2020 uh, up to 2022. And uh, yeah, I found her on the TikTok. And I'm like, well, this is quite interesting. But uh, that, that's, I'm looking uh, at her YouTube channel. Yeah. Um,. It's, uh, she's got, this video has, well, she has 112,000 subscribers. So wow. she's not a massively big artist, but she does have a song right, to follow. Right, but yes, exactly. She's got a very Shuri Curry look yeah, about yeah. her. I, 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 you know, I, uh, I think that the look and the vibe. Oh, look, it, wait a minute, hold on. She only has two boobs. Yeah, um, All have a lot to do, do have something to do with, like, this is something that Justin Hawkins will comment on when he's, like, talking about something. He'll be t- like, oh, yeah, look look how he's rocking this, you know, and, uh-huh, like, uh-huh. that, you know, cool, like, you know, shaved head on one side look or whatever, like, exactly. you know, yeah, yeah. to kind of, like, stand out or be kind of, like, edgy or whatever. I think that that's important. That was part of what made the big rock stars are big rock stars growing up. I mean, David Lee mm-hmm. Roth had a certain, right? Yes. You know what I mean? Vince Neil had a thing, you know, yeah. Bon Jovi had a thing. He had Bruce a thing. Springsteen had a thing. They all yes. have that like thing that makes you go, that makes them kind of stand out. Exactly. Like, you know, I look at me, I'm on a stage. I always look at stage clothes. I know that sounds awful, but I can't help it. But it's that. And it's also the sort of way she does have a, um, a very, um, what would you call that? Like, a, like, oh, oh, she's got that, like, she's got the Courtney um, love, like, strung out on heroin kind of thing yeah, going on. Yeah, you know? she's got the dark eyes, um, the hair's little disheveled. Pre- little, yeah, the, pretty the, reckless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, no, not pretty reckless at all. I think so. I think bit. she's I don't, this, not, not pretty this, reckless. I think she's pretty reckless. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Look out, she's crazy. 
Um, I yeah. was I, I gave it a quick listen. Um, I, I'm not saying I'm giving it thumbs down or anything like that, but I think that it does have a sound and a style, like especially when it kicks in, yeah. that it sounds a lot like a lot of other. Well, that's what, that's when you started talking about that. I'm like, oh, geez, because that, that kind of describes my pick for this week. I mean, like, it's cool, and it's new, and it rocks, yeah. and I totally respect the bitch. She's, she seems really, like, the, the song is good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, I'm trying to encourage us to, mm. you know, musicians, all of us to, like, be a little yes. bit more original. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> you know, we don't all have to have the same guitar sound. We don't have to have the same drum mix. We don't, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but what's, this is, I think, part of the problem with computer recording and stuff like uh-huh. that. It's so easy for everybody to basically have the same equipment because it's yep. all, exactly. all plugins. And so everybody sounds the same. Um, my pick is another band who I will admittedly say is a kind of, you know, a f- very, very sort of familiar sounding sound. Okay. They're called Infinite and Divine. The funny part of it is the song's called LARP. I thought the band was called LARP and the song was called Infinite and Divine. <laughs> yeah, it can be confusing, Lou. Female vocalist again. I like that chord change. Yeah. I think that the, I think it's a nice song. I think it's a I think it's a very cool song. She has a good look. The band sounds good. It's a little unimaginative though, but it's cool. You should check it out. You know what did you think, Lily? I like her clothes. Yeah, I like it. Oh. She has a great voice, mm-hmm. like really mm-hmm. good. I would hire her for my band right now, right now, right this morning. <laughs> right. She's uh, Give her a call. Um, yeah, uh, but I'm try. I was trying to get some uh, info on these bitches. Oh my! <laughs> and <laughs> um, like, okay, we'll jump over to this. But man, I I couldn't find much on them. They've got a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Well, real quick, let me see what the uh, downloads and stuff. Are. Now, this is just came out like a few days ago. Okay, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong. That's one. the other one. Um, so it has 400 inch. They have more. Wow. They have a more following than the other girl, um, okay. which kind of surprises me. The other girls seem more pop or more Poppy, accessible. Yeah. More cur- mm-hmm. You know, um, this has a more of a, I don't know, but in any case, um, they have, uh, 424,000, um, uh, Oh, I apologize. Is that views that no, no, let, let me, let me, let me restate that okay. the frontiers music. Oh. Is the has all the um, okay? It's not. Um, it's not this band. I'm going to see how many. View, I, can we see how many views the video has? Am I not? They used to have it on there. Yeah, I'm not seeing how many. You might be able to disable that. Oh, okay. Now oh. you know what I mean. They, you YouTube is offering things to like. Once you get so many subscribers, if you right. can get to play around and cha- tweak up your shit a little bit. Okay. Um, okay yeah but i i mean i listen to some now some of these are older like i listen to revolution saints um and some of these other bands um i've discovered a song by hardline 
Yeah. That I didn't even know. What's his name? Isn't even playing. Um, Sean. He's not in it or Shown. anything like that. It was like, damn, it's a good song. It's, it's older. Yeah, Shown. It's older. It's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, Infinite and Divine. They've got a Facebook uh, thing. Um, about let's see there no, there's like not where's the oh, nothing on, guys all we have is that. sweden sweden <laughs> oh <no>. yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> infinite good. well it looks like this might be these two might be a couple so <coughs> a couple of he's, what he's infinite and she's divine oh i'm maybe. digging the very gothy black to silver hair mm-hmm. oh look at that well well <laughs> yeah kind of like my goatee <laughs> yes, perfect. Yes. Uh they've got three thousand okay. Now this is more okay. On Facebook they have three thousand followers. Okay. Okay, so that is a very small this is you know, yeah. these guys might be like you know, you know, they they, they might be like in the real estate business or something, you know, making <laughs> right, money. There's no right, way, right, right. you know, that they're like, they're but, out, uh, but, but yeah. I think it's good. And I think, and I think if you like it, don't pay attention to me. I think if you like <laughs> it, you should, we, all we do is present it. Yes. And I'm just, I'm not, I'm saying that I think it's great. I'm just wishing we could be, you know, we could mix it up a little bit more. Yeah. Um, okay. So right. that was that. Yes. There was a couple of things I wanted to mention real quick to, to all, to all y'all. Oh, yins. Oh, yins out there now. Um, just real quick. We, I was going to attempt to play, instead of playing um, the Strange Love record as the background music, oh. I was going to attempt to play um, like old Christmas. Yes. Like, you know, Perry didn't work out for you, did it? And no. no. I, there's no way. I was like, it. I, it was like, there's no way I can do a do rock it. and roll podcast no. <laughs> with that playing. Like, I'm just going to like. Merry Um. No. So, <laughs> so anyways, but today I was listening to some uh, some weird Christmas mix, and Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons were doing um, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and he was doing all this really obnoxious, yeah, 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 like oh, and it was what? like completely wrong. Why? It was while well, we were busting out laughing. Wow. Um, and the other thing I wanted to mention that I we were talking about stuff that we did this week, um, you know. You're sitting down to have something to eat or whatever. You don't want to put a movie on because, like, you know what I mean? I, you know, you just want, yeah. to, you know, want to have something on. So I've been watching old episodes of South Park, oh, <laughs> and there's an ep- there's an episode in season thirteen called the F word, and I would encourage everybody listening to go watch that episode uh-huh. because it has to do with how fucking stupid we all are yeah. over words language <laughs> things we call things and yeah. why it is and it is so brilliant yeah it, it, it you, when you get to the end you're like holy, holy fuck yeah. this is like one of the most <laughs> brilliant things i'd ever seen because they touch on so many aspects of this thing with 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 language here well, the premise is the kids are fishing yes and this motorcycle gang comes by with the real loud motorcycles yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're like you guys are a bunch of fags okay so they keep calling them fags and the motorcycle goes oh, don't you want to call us fags <laughs> and so finally the kids are like we're done with this they paint fags go home all over the town well the school mm-hmm. finds out Oh boy! Oh boy! And then so they have a call and assembly, and they're like, "Children, I can't believe blah blah blah." And and so of course Eric and uh, Stan and they uh-huh. put up their hands and say, "No, no, we did it." And they're like, "What? Why do you hate? Why do you hate homosexuals?" They're like, 
What? We don't hate homosexuals. Yeah. We hate fags. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and it turns out, you know, the char- the character Gay Al? Yeah. It turns out he hates fags, too. And oh. it becomes a whole thing. Oh, it, boy. But that's just a small part of it. The way they, this thing evolves is like, when you're at the end, you go like, you're right. You're like, absolutely right. Like, yeah. th- like these words are like... It, it, this is something I've said for many years that like I think if black people just said no we want to be called the n-word just, just that's fine people just call us, it would people it, lose interest th- yeah and that's this, pretty much right. this <laughs> kind of is where this is going it's yeah, like at yeah. some point it's like it's fucking stupid yeah relax yeah. it's no, fun you know me I'm all about weird. the like chill out and have, Ooh, have yes, a good time yes. um, but real quick uh, we touched on Mac- Buckingham McVie Michael Nolan has a great breakdown track by track so i put a link to his uh, video on youtube you guys should check it out um this is fun i love this part yeah <laughs> here we go top 40 weekly yeah did we do 80s or 70s last week 80s 80s so, you want to go to the 70s yeah. sure pick a good one 77 that yeah. sounds wonderful that was year you were born no 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 that's the year my Corvette was when I had one. When my Corvette was born. Little red 77 Corvette. <laughs> so it's should black. we do the third or the tenth? We'll do the tenth. Yeah, do that's, the tenth. Okay, so. Um, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, gee. This is like the memories. Um, okay, so speaking of Fleetwood Mac, number 10 this week on the on the Billboard uh, Top Ford, number 10 was You Make Love and Fun by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a that's a Christy McVie. That's, 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 that's because that song was inspired because she was cheating on John, John with the uh, sound guy or lighting guy. Which uh, one? one of the, I think it was the lighting guy. I think it was the lighting guy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was inspired by that. <laughs> Baby, what a big surprise! Oh. I don't think I know that By one. Chicago. Baby, what a big surprise! surprise. Okay, maybe. Right before before my okay, very yes. Eyes. yes. Oh, oh, oh. Peter okay. Cetera sings it. Yep. Yep. It's uh, an awesome jam. It's kick ass. Every time I turn around, back in love again by LTD. Okay, I'm going to say no. Yeah, I don't know, don't that, know that, one. that one. We're all alone by Rita Coolidge. Vaguely. Vaguely. Heaven on the seventh floor by Paul Heaven Nicholas. Heaven on the seventh floor. I remember that. Yeah, one. all right, good, mm-hmm. good, Mr. Yeah. Pittsburgh. It's so easy. It's yeah, so I know that easy. one for sure. So, well, oh, not God. Buddy Holly, Linda Ronstadt. Linda, Linda Ronstadt had made a career out of other people's songs. Yes. She's also at number four on yes. Countdown <laughs> with. Uh, a blue bayou and a, and a lot of people feel like a lot of younger people don't even know that this is a um Roy Orbison mm. song they that's it's, they it's, don't know. it's Lynn kids. Ronstadt these young kids today um don't it make my brown eyes blue yep I don't know that one Crystal Gale. Oh, we're not going to sing it. Oh, here we brown go. eyes blue. Sorry, I tried to say. Well, you. we could play after the show. We'll play. Yeah, I don't think I know this one. And I know this one. You light up my life. I definitely know this one. Oh my goodness! <laughs> now this is so funny. Yeah. Why? Because speaking of Debbie Boone. Yeah. I, speaking of movies, I watched a movie uh-huh. recently with her father in it. Okay. Journey to the Center of the Earth. Wow. Ooh. Yep, yep. Wowzy, um, wow, uh, wow. James Mason is in it, uh-huh. and uh, Pat Boone. And man, Pat Boone is like, I don't know, man. Like, I guess because at the time, they made that type of acting was, uh-huh. you know, but it just, like, wow. Every time he's mm. on the screen, I'm like, oh, my God, Pat fucking Boone. 
Like I just, I was just, it was like, you know, it, it was it was a movie. It was made in 1956, nine, something like that. Six, Later fifties, late, late late fifties. But some other ones that were on Baby Come Back by Player. I love that song. Uh, Slip Slide Away by Paul Simon Paul was Simon. on the charts, oh, as well as Come Sail Away by Styx. Wow. Steve Miller Band, Swing Time. I love that one, too. Uh-huh. Is my, your Smiling Face by James T. Oh! Oh, okay. Uh, There's some Sean Cassidy, not one that I know is on here. Mm. Um, Short People by Randy Newman. <laughs> Randy Newman. <laughs> was, on the, was on the charts this week. I can't even take that seriously. <laughs> some some ones that were sort of fell off the charts. Um, Nobody does it better by Carly Simon Ooh, went yeah, from twenty six okay. to forty eight. Um, Help is on its way by remember Little River oh, Band. Little River, yeah, we need yes. to do a show on these bands again that are like whatever happened to those yes. sorts of things. Um, Point of No Return popped oh. on the charts by Kansas. I was uh, by the way I did watch Miracles Out of Nowhere again. That's a documentary about the band Kansas. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, good. It's good. You should check it out. But um, yeah, that <laughs> was it. Anything else? Right. Anything you want to mention, Lily, about the 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 charts? No. No, this wasn't my year. <laughs> Just wasn't her year. I, wait, I wasn't born yet, so I know, that, that's there's that. Like some of these titles are, enti- are intriguing. The emotions with "Don't ask my neighbors." <laughs> yeah, I don't even know that one. Like, I don't know a lot of now, these. Now, listen, like, here's a Carpenter song called Calling Occupants of Interplanetary Craft. Did they do a, did they I a, remember that. I don't remember how the song goes. Did they get through a progressive phase? Like, it's one with Rush or something, you know? You know, if you were to hear the song, you'd be like, oh, I remember. It's a, one of those ones that has a weird title. But you know it. But, but you, you know. know the song. Oh, Cheech and Chong. There we go. Oh. Blowed on. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> It was their take on float on. <laughs> Blo- float on. My scrotum. <laughs> no, no, that was not on the chart that, that day. Oh, wow. Did, like some of these I don't think ever went real big. Like Long, Long Way From Home. That's a song like that I heard on the radio, but that was by Foreigner. But that mm-hmm. wasn't a, you know what I mean, one yep. of their big hits. Yeah. Speaking of Foreigner's uh, final tour is this summer. Is final it, tour. Is Whatever. it really? I don't know. Are there any I'm going. left? I don't think so. Oh the, the, and the, nobody, uh, Mick Jones it comes out and plays like one song. Yeah. Right. And nobody knows who he is. It's and the re- everybody else is a replacement. Yep. You're going to see a tribute band. Don't pay a lot of money. I don't pay for any tickets. Oh, what is right. wrong we with for, you? I know. We forget sometimes. <laughs> okay. So it's time for our everybody's favorite segment. <laughs> no. Out. <laughs> I'm leaving. This day in Ooh, what the Beatles did. Hunk. Yes. Uh huh. Oh wow. Okay. Oh, and they did do something, didn't they? The Beatles do a lot of things. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that's okay. Come, yeah. come over here. You know, I. It's so I wasn't far feeling away. you up all show this time. I know. I felt. I was, don't worry. I was feeling myself up. <laughs> uh, this day in 1949, American blues artist Lead Belly died. Oh, Huddy oh. William Ledbetter uh, wrote many songs, including "Good Night Irene," "Cotton Fields," wow. and the Rock Island Line, and the Midnight Special. Mm-hmm. Lead Belly was jailed several times for fights uh, and <laughs> knife-related incidents. He was once jailed for shooting a man dead during an argument over a woman. Yes, well, that's not the first time yes, that's happened. Yes, you do. <laughs> 
1961, John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison, and Pete Best met with Brian Epstein Never for, heard of him. <laughs> for further discussions about it. His proposal to manage them, Epstein wanted 20 pre- 25% of their gross fees each week. He promises that they will never again play for less than 15 pounds except for the cavern. <laughs> wow, I, re- I did read that right. Except for the cavern lunchtime sessions for, for which he will give their fee doubled to 10 pounds. Ooh. Wow. Lennon asked the leader of the Beatles as the leader of the Beatles accepts on his behalf, um, their behalf. There's a there's a book and I, this was one of the first interview I did for when I was when I started doing podcasts. The first one was with this guy and I, I'm so sorry I've forgotten your name but I, I bought your book. Um, <laughs> called the, it's called The Fifth Beatle and it's about Brian Epstein and it is a graphic novel. Oh really? I should I should I have to get out and show it to you guys. It's very cool. good. It's Fucking awesome! It's hardcover. It's very cool. Um, Mr. Pittsburgh, can you scoot that over just? I'll give you a scoot, buddy. Boot scooting buggy. On this day in 1962, during sessions for the freewheeling Bob Dylan album, Bob Dylan recorded "A Hard Rain's a Gonna Fall" and versions of "Hero Blues." What's what you gonna do? Oxford Town and I Should Be Free at Studio A, Columbia Recording Studios in New York City. In New York City! (laughs) That's you. Okay, uh, the film Fairy Cross The Mercy uh, premiered in London featuring Jerry and the Pacemakers, Cela Black, and other Liverpool acts. It was written by Tony Warren, creator of UK's longest-running television soap opera... Oh, Coronation Street. Mm. Not the Coronation Street. Coronation Street. 1965, the Rolling Stones recorded 19th Nervous Breakdown and Mother's Little Helper at RCA's Hollywood Studios in Los Angeles. You know, that that always kind of fascinates me because, like, it's just a random day. And this is what happened. And this is what happened on that (laughs) day. Like, two of the, like, biggest, like, these songs are earworms. These are songs, like, a lot of people Mm -hmm. might have on lists of, you know, overplayed or whatever. Um, and they just, you know, it's just very casual. On this day, 1966, the Beatles recorded Christmas in New York's <laughs> New Year's greeting for pirate radio stations, Radio Caroline and Radio London. Both stations were broadcasting from ships anchored off the British coastline. Well, take that, BBC. <laughs> This day in 1968, the Rolling Stones released Beggar's Banquet, another big album. Mm, the seventh wow. UK studio album for uh, uh, for the album, when included Street Fighting Man, Sympathy for the Devil, the Stones had gone to great lengths to toughen their sound and banish the haze of psychedelia. In doing so, they launched a five-year period in which they would produce their very greatest records. Wow. 1969. 69! I'm waiting for you to pick something (laughs) The Rolling Stones played a free festival At Altamont in California Along with Jefferson Airplane, Santana, The Flying Burrito Brothers And Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young Rolling Stones fan Meredith Hunter was stabbed to death As a group played As the group played by Hells Angels Who'd been hired to police the event It's claimed Hunter was waving a revolver One other man drowned Two men were killed by a hit and run accident And two babies were born so well, some people died, but some people out. were born. Yeah, we, we, we replaced yeah, a couple sure, people. Sure. <laughs> um, this was one of those things that it was always contract. Like the the people that were the real naysayers of rock, we, we allowed these 
fuckheads to, you know, influence us. We're like, well, yeah, it's all over. See, everybody, peace and love at Woodstock. Now look what the fuck's happening. <laughs> um, and it was unfortunate um, type of situation. At this point, though, there were some bad... This is what happens, right? Yeah. Somebody gets a good idea. People start yeah. getting together. It's all going real nice. And yeah. then bad actors get involved. Yeah. There's always those people that find a way to game whatever it is you're doing. They find a way to like, you know, use it, leverage it to their own advantage mm-hmm. because, and not because they like it and they just happen to leverage it for their own advantage. They're mm-hmm. only in it to leverage it to their own advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a yeah. difference. Yeah, indeed. And that, that's what happens. You get then, then you end up with with these types of situations. Uh, one hit wonders. Steam started a two week run at number one of the U.S. singles charts with Na Na Hey. Hey, hey, kiss him goodbye. And this is a song that is, um, it's a song I could probably never hear again and be totally happy. I've heard it at way too many like sporting events and stuff like that. Actually recorded by Gary DiCarlo, who intended it to be the B-side of his first single. Gary didn't like the song. Thank you, Gary. Mm-hmm. When record executives <laughs> wanted to use it as A-side, he insisted it be released under an assumed name. The song became UK number five single for girl group mm-hmm. Bananarama in banana. 1983. Ram nice. your banana. Ram it. You can take this one. On this day in 1969, dudes! Led Zeppelin made their debut on the U.S. singles chart with whole lot of love it went on to make number four on the chart and was the first of six top 40 singles for the group in the u.s during the band's career zeppelin never released any singles in the uk wow fascinating the way i understood him i could be wrong that the the single the zeppelin didn't ever want to be a singles band and they really were pissed that what they did with whole lot of love, they they chopped out the middle. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they didn't want to do any more singles, so they refused to do it. But the label apparently was just pulling album cuts and releasing them as singles without any like having them, you know, at re-edit anything. But they nice. they didn't weren't really signing off on them at that point. They said no, no, no. boy. 1972. While reading. The morning newspaper in Nice, France, Rolling Stone Keith Richards was surprised to learn that arrest warrants had been issued for him and his girlfriend, Anita Pallenberg, for drug possession. Yeah. Oh, You're reading the newspaper. Hey, Anita, right. guess what? Hey, look, we made the newspaper. <laughs> you better know this. That's to you this time, Lou. No, we, 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 made a, we, made a, we made it back backwards. Order. I yeah. thought maybe we did. This is 1975, guys. Reverend Charles uh, Boykin of Tallahassee, Boinkin. Florida. Boykin. He was Boykin. He was Boykin. <laughs> was uh, reacting to the results from a survey that said 984 of the thousand local unmarried mothers had sex when listening to rock music. Mm. I'm in. So he organized the burning of Elton John and the Rolling Stones records. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> it's not the albums. It should be burning. Sometimes. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with you know, you know these these this music inspires love. Yeah, so what dude. can you say about that? I mean, yeah, isn't dude. sex yeah. the the like highest pinnacle experience you can have with the physical body? I would maybe. assume. You know, I mean, like maybe for some maybe. people, it's like certain meals they like to eat or oh, whatever. Yeah, but I, ultimately, I think you have to say sex. Yes. On this day, 1975, Paul Simon went to number one on the U.S. album chart with "Still Crazy" after all these years, his first U.S. number one solo album. 
congratulations. I know that he had some apprehension because Art Garfunkel had like such a like traditionally good mm-hmm. voice. You know what I mean? He had the mm-hmm. big range and all that. Um, but he, uh, you know, little Jewish boy there, he did good for himself. So, 1978, Sex Pistols Sid Vicious smashed a glass in the face of Patti Smith's brother Todd Smith during a fight at New York City Club. Hurrah. Very yeah, nice. he said, hurrah, smash. Oh, my. He was gobsmacked. <laughs> he was. He got smacked. He was goblet smash. Goblet smash. He was goblet smash, wasn't he? <laughs> You just got that, huh, Lil? No, I just can't stand it. Yeah, okay. boy. So, this day in 1983, Duran Duran here <laughs> live in the Apollo, Manchester, England. Now, listen, yeah. I have yeah. a Duran Duran thing to share this week. Okay. Oh. I finally sat down and watched one of the goofiest, weirdest movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Barbarella. Uh-huh. There you go. Oh. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I love that movie. I do too, but it's crazy. It's very weird. It's very right. weird. It's very crazy. Um, and I will tell you that um, the first scene is she does a strip tease and mm-hmm. she is totally naked. That was nice. And, yeah, it was very <laughs> fucking nice. It was very nice. I wa- After nice. the movie ended, I went back and rewatched the beginning. Again. <laughs> you don't yeah. say. Fuck, man. It's, it's all about screwing and everything. Like, yeah, she, oh, screwing. yeah. She like, bangs everybody. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how, like, people are like, oh, this movie was like a feminist breakthrough. I'm like, that's Not what feminism is. Really? Go really? fuck every, you know, like fuck your way through life, you know? Yeah, on, I mean, that's like, that's basically what she does. She fucks her way through the whole movie. I know. Yes. I mean, I'm listening to me. I'm not complaining. <laughs> I watched that with my ex-mother-in-law. Not that there's anything oh, wrong boy. with that, yeah. as our friend Jerry Seinfeld would yes. say. Who's, who's talking That's now? You. I could go now. Look who's uh, talking now. <laughs> on this day in 1986, Europe were at number one of the UK singles chart with the final countdown. They became only the second <laughs> Swedish act to secure a UK number one. The song reached number one in 25 countries, and the song's lyrics were inspired by David Bowie's song, Space Oddity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh boy! It was wow. um, then th- th- wasn't it the Geico commercial? Yes. Yes. If you're Europe, <laughs> you play the final countdown. <laughs> <laughs> final oh, countdown. Man. That song was um, they, they did. They had their 15 minutes, mm-hmm. right. but they're basically a one-hit wonder. Oh yeah, for sure. But you know, it's a it's a cool jam with that. Uh, uh, yeah, that orchestra yes. band of the It's played on a synthesizer. It's right. Like, Aww. 1988, American singer-songwriter Roy Orbison died of a heart attack, age 52. What? 52? Young, Young Dude, like, come on, man, I'm 55, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you. Scored the 1964 UK and US number one single, Pretty Woman, plus over 20 US and 30 UK Pretty top 40 woman. singles, including Only the Lonely and Crying, formed his first band, The Wink Westerners, in 1949, was a member of the Traveling Wilburys, I love that band, with Bob Dylan, George Harrison, Jeff Lynne, and Tom Petty. And had the 1988 UK number 21 single handle with care. I love that song. Orbison endured a great deal of tragedy in his life. His first wife, Claudette, died in a motorcycle accident in 1966. And two of his three sons died in a house fire. Wow. That sucks. Wow. <sighs> Life's a bitch and then you die. But in the middle, you wrote some really awesome songs. Yeah. And le- I mean, could you imagine? I don't know if people that like, like, 
look, ultimately, at the end of the day, is a human being like the rest of us, and he's got frailties and um, you know, sure. problems. They're and stuff supposed like to that. be immortal. Okay. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> there has to be something island. deeply satisfying about laying there while you're having your heart attack, going like, <laughs> I wrote I left fucking pretty woman. Yeah. Like, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> nothing. Exactly. Nothing, honey. I mean, those are like, I mean, oh, oh, wow. You know, that's why we, I think the three of us love me. I think we all appreciate that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. appreciate like just an amazing yeah. song, like a, what it can do for people, you know? Right. Yep. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good, it's a beautiful thing. All but, right. This day, 1994, Tower Records released The Beatles live at the BBC, a 69, 69, dudes, track oh double album of the tunes recorded for BBC shows such as Top Gear, Easy Beat, Saturday Club, and Pop Go the Beatles. The LP will ri- <laughs> the LP will rise straight to the top of the UK chart, selling over six hundred thousand copies by the end of the year, and two million in the US. Million later. copies. <laughs> the reason that was so funny is because it's a non sequitur. It made no had no reference right? to anything you were. <laughs> yeah. You just laugh at weird noises. Get away from me. Who doesn't? People. Oh, I get. I was talking to um. A fan of ours not long ago, and she and, and she's like those fucking sound effects they kill me. And she says Lily's talking, and you hit something, and like she's like, she just keeps going. <laughs> Lily's a professional. Yeah, my professional. Turn? What? Yes, yes, it's your turn. Two thousand three, Elvis Costello married jazz artist Diana Krall in a ceremony at Elton John's UK mansion. About one hundred and fifty guests, including Paul McCartney, attended the wedding. It was Costello's third marriage. Yeah, you think you'd learn? I believe they are third times the charm. I believe they are like still married. Yeah, I believe so. Um, Yeah, Elvis, the other Elvis in rock. Isn't that funny? There's two Elvises in rock. (laughs) Yeah. Who'd have thunk it? I wouldn't have. I mean, you can understand. There's two Robbies in rock. There's two (laughs) Johns. There's multiple, you know, Eric's. Right, do we really care about this one? No. Uh, we don't have to really talk about that. Um, let's let's pick and uh, choose at this uh, point. Uh, uh, um, dun, dun, dun. And just talk amongst yourselves for a minute. Yeah, we're, In we're, 2016, we're, it was reported that more money had been spent on vinyl than downloaded albums for the mm. first time. Vinyl sales made the record industry uh, 2.4 million pounds, while downloads only 2.1. The uh, the Entertainment or Retailers Association said it marked a big shift in music consumption. In the same week, the previous year, vinyl albums made 1.2 million, while digitals made 4.4. So, people wow. like to have something tangible. I do. Just, they I like just hard they, copy. they just. You know. I mean, I still buy CDs. Hell. Yeah, yeah, I do too. <laughs> I can't help myself. I still buy DVDs. Yes, I know oh, I can stream everything, yes. yeah, but I don't yeah. care. Well, that you know the thing. Here's the thing about the streaming video that's really shitty is if the if the internet's funky or whatever, it's gonna it's be gonna, crap. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. Like so, like I if I really like it, I mean to me, I don't know. I'm just I'm not bragging. I'm not trying to say I'm so rich, but I have enough disposable income that if I like a movie, I'll, buy I'll buy it on Blu-ray yeah. Yeah, because I want to be able to enjoy it that way. Although sometimes I find myself being super lazy, and I have the Blu-ray right there, and I just hit the streaming thing. Yeah, like, eh, sometimes that happens. It's okay. The guy Hugo Peretti, who wrote "Twisted the Night Away," was born this day, nineteen sixteen. Dave, jazz pianist. 
Get your mind out of the gutter, Pittsburgh Kevin. Uh, was born in 1920, died of heart failure one day before his 92nd oh, birthday, but birthday. gave a, the world a lot of great music. One of the most influential. Take Five, that album is um, one of the greatest like most influential jazz albums of all time by Dave Brubeck Quartet. If you've never listened to it, you should you should give it a chance, even though it's jazz. Uh, George Williams with the uh, with the Times. It's so much in love. Big hit. Mm-hmm, 1930, mm-hmm. Born in 1935. Rob Royer, American musician songwriter, best known for a founding member of Bread, yeah, was born in 1942. Keith West. I'm not sure who that is. Happy was birthday, born. Happy anyways, happy happy birthday, Jonathan King, uh, UK pop mogul, a TV presenter. Ooh. Uh, born in the state in 1944. Fritz Freier. Fritz Freier. Right. Right. You yes. will talk. Ah. We will ask the questions, Fritz. Send help. <laughs> uh, Miroslav Vitus. Sure. From Weather Report. Okay, then. Uh, just speaking of jazz, Linda Creed, not from the band Creed. No. Song lyricist <laughs> teamed up with songwriter. Tom. <laughs> they wrote the stylistics, You Are Everything. Uh-huh. Um... I thought, okay, I'm having her confused with somebody else. I thought this was the lady that wrote the lyrics to Love Lift Us Up. But she wrote, um, you are everything, bet you golly now. You make me feel brand new. You make me feel brand new. God bless. You know that song? <laughs> yeah. That's all over the oldie stations. Yes, I know. The greatest love oh, of all. Jesus. <laughs> Again, brought to you by Caffeine. Uh, Rick Buckler. <laughs> oh, Ricky. Drummer with the jam. Happy yeah. birthday. Edward Tudorpole. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. With Tudor the song Sword, Swords of a Thousand. Oh, no. <laughs> unfortunate. We've had enough of that. Name. Peter Buck from REM, from REM. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is another guitar player who I think is very cool, but nobody really talks about as yeah. a guitar player. He's cool, very cool. He, he, he did some cool, uh, cool, cool riffs and stuff. Re- uh, speaking of cool guitar players. Yeah. The man, the legend himself, uh, left the earth way too soon, did not leave us enough music. Randy Rhodes, uh, guitarist with uh, Quiet Riot and, of course, Ozzy Osbourne's Blizzard of Oz. David Lovering, drummer with American alternative rock band The Pixies. Mm. Ben Watt from Everything But The Girl. Mark Gardner. Happy birthday. Uh, Ulf Ekberg. Yeah. Ulf Ekberg. <laughs> also, it's my father's birthday today. No it's way! My father's He's 66. birthday. Sixty-six, dude. <laughs> when he gets to sixty-nine, let us know. Oh, oh don't worry. Yeah. I will. <laughs> oh my! You're sixty-nine, dude. <laughs> I can long. see me buying oh, e- each and of us. Each of us buying. Each other T-shirt like on her 69th birthday. <laughs> You're 69, dude. Oh boy. Nice. Oh, that's not that far off. A couple uh, years. Maybe for you. Um, next week we're gonna hit on a, some cool shit. Um, we're gonna talk about um, the the decent rock magazines, mm-hmm. the ones that don't suck. Yes. We have to change that title. Ten rock magazines. Yeah, you're gonna have to make it so people understand uh, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so, and like that was those were always the tastemakers, right? The the critic, like Lester, we know like Lester Bangs, you know, and of course the big DJs, whatever. Um, I mean, you think about some of the DJs that broke. We should do a podcast on that. The DJs that really broke music, mm-hmm. like that bitch that played Rush, you know, <laughs> that whore. 
Wow. I hope she's not listening. (laughs) I forget her name now, but she was from Cleveland. So all those uh, descriptions are correct. Wow. (laughs) And uh, also, being the holiday season, we want to talk about, we want to know your opinion on the best gift ideas for rockers. So I'm gonna I'll post that in the in the group and see if we get some yeah. uh, be some responses on that. Uh, yes, as you pr- may know or may not know, we are not doing live streaming temporarily. We need to rethink how we're doing things. I want to be able to play music. I'm tired of not being able to play music, um, and it's it just sucks. Um, we need like just a better way of doing it. Um, so we're kicking around some ideas. If you have any ideas, let us know. But right, you're not going to see us live for a little while. We're we're reorganizing. Yeah. That's it. Reorganizing. Regrouping. We're regrouping. Ooh, we're ticket. rethinking. Uh, Lily, please uh, let us inform us of any like happenings or things where you will be attending that we may go and uh, gaze upon your loveliness. <laughs> gaze upon Ooh. my loveliness. Well... I'm going to have to look things up because right now I'm concentrating on the Christmas party this weekend. Maybe Saturday night there might be something. Saturday I will have to let you know. <laughs> Saturday night. Oh boy. <laughs> I am going to Trans Siberian Orchestra on the 17th. Oh, cool. But uh, I'll check for uh, Saturday night. But right now I have nothing to you report. You know, I just realized something. What? Yes. History. Uh huh. Society. Let me put this way. Society is finally caught up with the Trans Siberian Orchestra. <laughs> See, what goes wow. around goes around. <laughs> Ridiculous. I have, I have human something being. to tell you guys. Remind me. I, I cannot talk about it on the podcast. Oh right. boy. I have something to tell you guys that, I, that, that you guys are gonna freak the fuck out. Oh boy. Um. But anyways, so you're listen to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Go to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus dot com and uh, check it all out great archive all the backs all the links to everything you know if you still don't know how to get to rockrageradio.com there's even links to that shit yes so you can check it out but uh yeah ludini rock and roll circus.com wolf's customs uh our good brother uh Mr. Chris Thunderwolf Dodson does amazing custom artwork on your musical instruments. Check him out, wolfscustoms.online, or find him on social media and rockrageradio.com. Download the app. Lily? I have a whole show, like I said before, Hot Licks with Lily Six. (laughs) Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Tell about her haul. I am actually taking a hiatus until January for interviews, but I do have all new music for the next couple of weeks. Um, And it's a mixed bag of all the fun. You don't know if you're going to get death metal or folk rock. There you Who knows? go. Perfect. Folk death. <laughs> there <polka>. it is. <laughs> exactly. Folk death. <laughs> death polka. <laughs> oh, my. Um, Stu told me that, like, what they, they played the. Um, you, got, you guys ever heard of the Orpheus? Wow. The Orpheus. Or- not the Orpheus. Orpheus? The Orpheus um, Music um, Club. Mm, don't it's think o- so. It's over by the. Um, it's kind of over by the zoo. No, I don't think so. Um, I'm not familiar. On, that's Butler. It's on Butler. But anyway, so they. Hmm. Um, <laughs> he said they were setting up, and there were guys in there with accordions just sitting oh, around playing. Lord. What? <clears throat> yeah, wow. it was just like. That's fun. <laughs> uh, you know. Wow. They're playing the accordion. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with Mr. Pittsburgh. Is there anything you would like to say before we wrap up today's podcast? I love each and every one of you. Lies. Some more than others. (laughs) Whoa, the Renfelds, they're going to be in Pittsburgh. Sorry. 
Okay. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us, and we will catch you all on the next Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Okay, moron.